Welcome to the Matthew on Fire. You're listening to the Matthew on Fire podcast with Crispy. Make sure you follow us at Matthew on Fire Pod on Instagram and at Matthew Podcast on Twitter. Let me ask you: In 2019, uh, almost closing out the year, uh, almost 2020. Shut up. What do you do? We have a need for smartphones. Okay, we have a need for smartphones. <laughs> I was worried. Do Wait. We, do we have a need for phone or a telephone number? Yes. yes. Okay. It. <sighs> How long have you had your number for? Uh, I got my phone. I want to say I was ten. Going on 11. Ten. I got my phone number in 05. And we've had the phone number longer because it actually belonged to my mom. And then when my mom's job gave her a cell phone and said, you could just use it for personal. We don't care. And like it's a smaller company. So they don't like spy on her like that. So like they don't check her phone. Um, she just uses it for personal use. And I also worked in the IT department at her current employer. So, like, I know that for a fact. Anyway, um, <laughs> she, yeah, so she just gave me her number when she gave me my first phone. I was, like, in fifth, sixth grade. When I, when I left elementary school and went into middle school and I started hanging out around town, like, with my friends, she gave me her phone number with a Samsung flip phone that was so basic. It didn't even have a camera on the outside. Uh, not, it didn't have a camera. It didn't even have a screen on the outside to tell you the fucking time. I had to open my phone just to look at the time. Wow. That's... Yeah, that's how low tech it was. But yeah, I've had that phone number for 14 years, and it's been in the family for 18 years. Okay. 18 or 17 years. That's not bad. That's a... But it's definitely... It was only my mom's number for like three, and it's been mine ever since. I got my phone number... I want to say sophomore year of high school. You've definitely had it that long, which, at least. Uh, I want to even say freshman year, but but I don't think I had a phone freshman year. That's what it is. Because I'll never forget the summer after freshman year, um, even the summer after like eighth grade. Um, I'll I remember my mom having a cell phone, and that was a big deal. Not many people had, and for reference. Uh, this is maybe 2001, 2002. Your mom had a phone back when it was like, oh my God, you have a cell phone? Yeah, like it wasn't like the late 80s it wasn't and it wasn't the 90s. It was definitely more attainable, but it was still rare. Um, you know. The Nokia. It, it, well, I believe first before the Nokia was some type of like Nextel phone. Uh, she had a few uh, different models, but I'll never forget specifically the Nextel because... Get this, she did people, have the next people who uh, only know like iPhones and flat <laughs> and flat touchscreen phones. So subtract so like six for my age. Yeah, probably our regular, probably our demographic, yeah. the low end of it. My mom's phone, um, what literally looked like a home cordless phone, and I know a lot of people don't <laughs> even have cordless phones anymore. It's for a frame Dude, people of don't have landlines people anymore. People don't have landlines. We, we have a landline in my house because it keeps the TV and internet cheap. Well, yeah. So if <laughs> if if you want to go based on your early '90s sitcom references, a lot of sitcom things happened around phones with cords. Uh, people would be talking on a phone, and then another person would get wrapped up in the cord. That was like a running gag for a lot of the '90s. 
Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. That definitely happened on like Home Improvement. It happened on our episode of Home Improvement. I'm literally thinking definitely did something like that right now. Um, but yeah, not only that, a couple years later, cordless phones came out, and uh, cordless phones were great because there was no cord. You didn't have to trip over yourself or you know it was really sick those like expandable cordless phones where you only need to plug it into the phone jack in like one spot in the house and then you could have like four phones all over the house oh just one Matthew, phone jack. you're talking about technology so much further than what i'm referencing <laughs> right now wow my <laughs> so cordless phones um they so they looked like the regular handset they had the dial pad on the handset um and you know you put them on a little uh I guess like a little podium, a little pedestal. What do you call those things? A yeah, cradle? A cradle. A little cradle, cradle to charge the them. The base station is what they called it in the Best Buy so, circular. So the worst part of the late 90s, early 2000s, and this is an era where people still talked on the phone. We're not even going to get into that yet. Where people hung out by calling their friends and just sitting there for an hour and a half talking to your friend on the phone. Well, so let's see. 14-year-old me, 15-year-old me um, with a cordless phone I'm talking to my friends about video games, um, about movies, uh, about what's on TV. And guess what happens after about two and a half hours? Because, yeah, people could easily spend two and a half hours on one phone call. And let's not even call it one phone call. Let's call it just a day of use. That thing needs to charge. Cordless phones <laughs> did not have infinite battery. And, um, yeah, the worst part was uh, maybe your phone call getting hung up on, which is the worst thing that ever happened if it was a girl. Uh, because she would think it was you hanging up on Oh my on God, her. you just hung up on a girl. She, she's never going to answer the phone again for you. And that's it. You're going to cry and have a lonely life. Yeah. But also, um, my mom's... So getting back to the point, my mom's first cell phone literally looked like a one-eighth scale cordless phone. <laughs> it, was. it was. I remember vaguely. It was like a Nextel push to talk and you could like... Uh, so it was... Still a little bit before the bulkier Nextels that you're probably remembering. Um, That's what Sister of the Show had. Yes, I hated that phone. <laughs> that thing looked like garbage. But yeah, I, I loved this phone because it had a little belt clip on it. And wow, belt clips. Um, oh, yeah, so you could carry God. your Nokia on your belt, on your friggin' jean. In, your, in the summer your of acid wash baggy jorts that went past your knees. Wait a minute. How did you know my exact outfit? <laughs> because I have photos in my house. <laughs> I was, first of all, you, I'm not so young that I don't remember how you dressed from fucking 1998 to 2002. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> don't even, you're lucky I don't. All right. Frosted tips, bro. Well, <laughs> it was a different time. It was cool. It, no, it was such a it different was time. In Dude, the world. it was just the way it was. We all felt safe, um, <laughs> <laughs> and and now we really still are because uh, you just got um, saved by not getting your credit card uh, all messed up. Yeah, I guess it's like the same logic behind having prior generations learn from like frosted tips, <laughs> prior card holders, you know, getting. You know, their shit stolen. Now card have, issuers now. Now, now my prevention. card prevention issuers works. actually know which um, things to automatically decline on your behalf. What a world we live in. Like, like I don't know, some hick in Michigan just trying to buy a five hundred dollar Menards gift card or something. That's what definitely you, what happened. What do you get at Menards for five hundred? I don't know. Tack <laughs> fishing equipment, uh, tackle boxes. So, I don't know. Uh, like, if it was five hundred dollars at a Bass Pro Shops, 
Yeah. I, I understand. You could go to town for five hundred dollars <laughs> at a Bass Pro Shop. It's like you could get some. You you, you can get, get like a dope camo Carhartt you know, jacket. Five hundred dollars at a Bass Pro Shop. You're either getting a really nice starter kit, or you're getting like one tackle on the professional. Yo, you're yeah. getting some fire Carhartt fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> with like a fucking yeah. That's exactly you know what. I've never stepped foot into a Maybe Bass Pro right. Shop, but I would love to. Um, you know who's. You know where the nearest one is? It's like an hour, it's like an hour. It's like seventy five minutes west, oh, and no traffic. <laughs> it's like it's basically Pennsylvania. That breaks my heart, actually. It doesn't break my heart. Uh, one of my favorite Japanese wrestlers, Minoru Suzuki. Um, if you ever watch his matches or see his haircut or just look at his face, uh, he looks like a tough freaking man. Yeah, most of them are. Uh, and then you go to his Instagram page. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and it's all pictures of just like his socks every day. Um, and he loves Bass Pro Shops. He takes a selfie near everyone he goes to, and then you know he. He must love coming to America home. specifically because of Bass Pro <laughs> That's Shops. I see That's the thing those, he probably looks forward to the most. Most of the photos I see are when he he's does probably tour. lobbying to get Bass Pro to open up something in Japan. I, I'm sure they send them lots. But of yeah, stuff. definitely that they know I, I, what's I'm, up. I'm pretty sure I I I know all about Venn diagrams. Let's let me tell you. <laughs> um, I find it. So peculiar when you see uh, someone who's interested in like one thing and then it's like, no, you would never be interested in, oh my God, you are? You like this stuff? Um, very surprising. Um, I would include myself in that uh, conversation. I mean, we don't have to get into it. Well, I have that in sports fandom. I have a beautiful example of it. I mean, I'm a Liverpool football club is owned by the same people as the fucking baseball team I despise. But that's okay. Really? The Boston Red Sox? But FSG owns Liverpool. We've said that before. You knew that. FSG, John Henry, he owns Liverpool, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. It's very it's very awkward. For maybe, me. maybe we've mentioned it on the show. I'm a nice guy, so I didn't wear a Yankees hat to Fenway when I saw Liverpool, though. Because that would have been pointless and childish. You are a pretty nice guy. Um, <laughs> I wear Mets hats. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. That's fine. Uh, nobody hates the Mets, really. So... Uh, no. Only when the Mets are good. Well, no. The and o- the only Philly people, and Atlanta. The only people I ever hear hate Mets are Yankee fans. Not even. Who are retorting Mets fans that are just complaining about the Yankees. I Yeah. Okay. Accurate. I'll give you that. 100%. The only time we'll go on like Mets rants is when, yeah. But you got, they do do that. Speaking of baseball, we are down to the wire. The it, Yankees, if they win tonight, they clinch their 18th or 19th American League. East so title. for the first time in seven years, for the sake of information, we're recording this Thursday, September 19th, evening of Thursday, September 19th. Uh, just about a week to go, a week and a half to go in the uh, in the season. Mets. So I, I know we spoke about it a few times. Um, Mets have been up and down in the last month. Um, they give you hope, they take that hope away, they give you some more hope. Um, I think the one thing we have going for us is the polar bear, Pete Alonzo. Um, he only needs three to tie Aaron Judge, I think. He hit his 49th home run uh, yesterday afternoon against the Rockies. Um, he'll tie him, I don't think he'll break So him. Aaron Judge, uh, so for this, this record is for most home runs in a single season by a rookie. Um, the former National League champ was Cody Bellinger, who did it last year with 36. So weird. 
Um, and now this year, Pete Alonso does it. He broke it, you know, about a month and a half ago. Uh, currently sits at 49, just tied um, former American League, uh, you know, most home runs by a rookie. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire had mm-hmm. 49 uh, when he did it as a rookie in the I was, late 80s. I was uh, actually at the game where Aaron Judge tied and broke McGuire's record. Oh, so we did it in one game. We did it in one game. That's he awesome. And, broke it. So, and yeah. it was actually, it was a makeup game that I had tickets to from May. Wow. And the makeup game, it's, and I remember I took a day off from work because they rescheduled it to like 1 p.m. on a week. That's like, fuck, I'm not going to eat the tickets. Hotter than the surface of the sun. Wow. And they won. That's they were cool. handing out ice. The ushers were giving out <laughs> ice in the bleachers. Wow. The uh, but yeah, but yeah um, Yankee uh, Yankee phenom Aaron Judge holds the current rookie record uh, across the majors at fifty two. So Pete Alonso's got about twelve to thirteen games remaining, I believe, to to tie or break it. I'm rooting for him. Pete Alonso gave us the most hope that the Mets have this season with anything. Uh, he was in the home run derby and actually won it. Um, that's a big feat because about 13 years ago in 2006, our captain, captain, our captain, David Wright, uh, was in the was in the home run derby that year and uh, didn't win it. Actually went toe to toe with eventual winner Ryan Howard. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, his the rest of his season was not the same after that. Let's just say, and um, very Aaron Judge of him, a very Aaron Judge of him. Pete oh. Alonso's great. I'm glad that that the Mets have a, a guy coming up who is going to be like franchise guy. I'm a big fan of Pete Alonso. Um, obviously, nobody ever heard of him before this season. I thought he had played some games with the Mets, but apparently not. Um, just came up this season. And um, he's a young stud. He's um, I don't want to. He has fun with it too. You can tell. You, he plays the game as if he were a twelve-year-old kid, which I love. Um, and he has so much respect for the game. He has respect for everybody who plays it. Um, and I, I, my hats off to him. If we don't do anything for the rest of the season, um, he's 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 really he he did it for us fans. He sure yeah. did. Yeah, you 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 love to see it. It's nice to take something out of a of a very up and it's been a very up and down season for you. I don't think you'll finish with a losing record. I think it'll be. Oh no, we're we're already well. We're, we have to tank the rest of the season to finish with a losing record. But we it'd be pointless to do that too. We surpassed uh, the five hundred mark uh, early in August, and that's what made me very hopeful that we would get on a nice run. Um, At least you're winning games. You don't want to be no know, totally. You want to be competitive. And we're 100% competitive, and if we can push further, uh, but there are a lot of great teams around us. Um, Milwaukee just lost their star player, uh, Christian Yelich. That sucks. Right? That. At the stretch. And they're still winning. That's the thing. They yeah, they went on like a five- team. or six-game winning streak before he got injured. Well-built team. He gets injured, and then it's like, oh, my God, there's three weeks left of the season. They're going to tank. Uh, no, they. I think they lost one of those games, and they're on another streak of about five or six. And they could still make the wild card game. No, they're probably gonna. Yeah. Because I don't. I. I think. You don't know if the Mets got it. No, one of the teams in there. Um, because there's two wild card teams. Um, uh, I believe one of the current wild card teams has a very very tough rest of the season. I believe it's either the Cubs or the probably Cardinals. Probably Cubs. Car- Cubs or Cardinals in it. Um. I mean, Cubs and Cardinals. It's uh Cubs and Washington. Yeah, because the Cardinals will probably win the NL Central. Probably. I believe so. 
Yeah. That's a, that, it, I don't know. I haven't been looking at the NL Central standing. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I, I don't have my... I'm uh, in a Yankees vacuum. Well, of course. I mean, all Yankee fans are. Uh, well, you know, one uh, win yeah. away from clinching 19th American League East title, 55th playoff appearance all time. Chase well, for 28 in full swing. I don't, I don't know, man. That American League East is just... It's you, you do we have the Boston Red Sox in our division. They have a lot of World Series wins in the last twenty years, man. Yeah, they have four this century. I believe we only have two. I know. I believe uh since two thousand, are they the most uh winning team? Them and the Giants? No, it's them because the Giants well, have the Giants three. Have, the Giants have three in the, the Giants like, have three, the Cardinals have two. This century, it's so crazy. The Cardinals only this have century. Two. This century, this century, it's Red Sox, Giants, Cardinals, Yankees are tied. Cardinals and Yankees both have two this century. Nice. Because the Cardinals won like what, like oh six or something. Cardinals won oh six, it's six and, and eleven and eleven. Uh, In between, Giants yeah. won 10, 12, 14. That was awesome. Uh, that was pretty awesome. And then they were supposed to win in sixteen, but <sighs> ah, oh no. Well, the Mets were supposed to win in 15. The Dodgers are supposed to win every year, but they're never going to win again. Dude, the Dodgers are such they're a... Back-to-back, back, they're twice defending National League pennant, and they're not going to win the World Series this year. You know why? Because they're just not. That's my prediction. My strong pick... Either the Yankees or the Astros will beat the Dodgers. Uh, I also... The Astros are just another enormous threat that's a team that just got good out of nowhere after they moved well they got leagues because they were in such disarray they moved leagues they got justin verlander um they're i hate him he's amazing i hate him why do okay so let's just talk about stats i don't have my stat book out but I know that he is probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. He has to be. He's, so three no-hitters, a perfect game is one of them. Finally won a World Series. Uh, he won a World Series finally after getting out of shit Detroit. Um, that team, it's a shame Detroit can't win. You, you have Miguel Cabrera yeah, winning the Triple Crown. Uh, they had J.D. Martinez, too, and then they went to Boston and magically became better than he really is. Remember that? What was that team that went to the World Series with Kenny Rogers? Uh, oh, that was the team that lost to the the Cardinals in 06. The only game they won. Did they get swept? The only game they won was the Kenny Rogers game. Who when he had the um, he had the tar, the pine tar on his oh! thumb or something like that. I think I remember that. But he won. Was, they, they didn't kick him out of the game. I think they kicked him out of the game or something. But they had a good lead. They ended up. That winning. happened in 2019. They find pine tar in your hand. They fucking forfeit the game. Probably. We. I'm kidding. Rules probably... change all the time in baseball. I don't even know what they are I, anymore. I, I never. The stupid fans. Yeah, and, I I'm still so... go to games in 2019, and people who don't go to games that often. See, what what does the MVR mean on the scoreboard? And I'm like in my head, Jesus. Mound visits remaining because people complain that games too long take too long. Well, so we had to limit those now. Well, I know you can. But fucking get rid of some commercials. You don't need a commercial break. The NFL is the worst with that. I, okay. A commercial, They're worse than baseball. A commercial, it's pitching changes in half innings. I don't. There's a lot of mound visits in late innings. There's a lot of pitching changes. There's a lot of double switches. Um, baseball is a strategy, uh, especially National League Baseball. Um, you don't have to take strategy out of the game by limiting mound visits you can remove maybe some of the commercial. Uh... If you're saying remove commercials from gate, just no, it's never gonna happen. So what about it's gonna soccer? get worse? How about like soccer? So that's why I love soccer. Me too. The clock never stops, I, and the... there's commercials during halftime. That's it. 
Clock never stops. You're literally seeing advertisements on the jerseys, on the field. England, it's fine, though. It's Mexico where there's too many ads on the jerseys. Why can't we? Oh, recently in wrestling, WWE, uh, on SmackDown, not Raw. Um, I don't oh, Fox I don't can't wait. They're I, licking their chops. I don't know if it's just Raw or whatever, but on SmackDown, their Tuesday show, which will be moving to Fox. Uh, and SmackDown's back, baby. I can't wait. October should be a great. So month for stupid to have Raw and SmackDown back to back nights. It's ridiculous. It is stupid. But on SmackDown, um, during matches, not like if there's not a match going on, obviously. But if there's a match going on and they cut to commercial, they just zoom out. Um, they make the match in the small corner. So it's not like they're hiding advertisements. They're making the match very small. And then they're putting commercials with commercial sound on. But you could still watch the match. Like, Yeah, they started that recently. What that's a perfect really way. Yeah. And that's the way I've wanted to watch uh, sports for a very long time. NASCAR does that. Oh, do they? Yeah, they've uh, been doing so, that for a few years. Well, there you go. There, so, because that's a sport where you're not getting a break in the action ever. Uh, sure. Oh, but if they started doing that during soccer, I would absolutely. I don't even care if there's like a break, in, like a, a player goes down injured or something. No, if they started doing that in soccer, I would riot. I'm absolutely sure, I'm sure you wouldn't be the only one. Absolutely not. It's not even an option. But come on. Okay. Three strikes. You're out. Go to commercial. I'm fine with it. You come back. They're going to do a double switch. Pitcher comes out. Just. While that guy's warming up, just show me a little box of like uh, Hershey's ads and and Miller Lite and whatever. Just come on. You don't even have to play the audio from the program. You can play the commercial audio. I'm okay with it. Just don't break up my sports action. Uh, That's why you got to go to the games in person if you want. Yeah, but okay. I love, oh, I love live events and I love the smell in the air. I love the rowdiness of the crowd. Um, but then you just really miss something when you have a good announced team. Um, Depends on the team. I could do without sometimes. Oh, I could absolutely do it out with uh, Ken Singleton on the Yankees. 100%. Oh, God. It's all, uh, Gary, Keith, and Ron. Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, and Ron Darling are the usually the three in the booth for Mets games. Yeah, Gary Cohen's cool because he calls Seton Hall basketball. Since 2006, they've been the three in the announced booth for SNY games, WB games, uh, WB, wow, uh, Picks 11 games. Picks. Picks 11 games. They are so good at what they do. They're so, and they're not homers. They root for both teams. <laughs> Heath Hernandez scolds everybody on the team. He, That's because he, like, thinks he's... Keith Hernandez is the team dad. I was gonna say team dad. He's got he's because he's he's always talking about. Oh, I was in the uh, I was in the uh, dugout the other day talking to Pete and uh, and I'm like, okay, he's using the first name basis now. Um, I wonder if he thinks the Mets should have won in '88 too. Uh, New York probably should have won many times in the '80s. Too bad they didn't. Yeah, the Yankees were sucking too for a good decade there. I mean, it was their time. It was, it was definitely a Mets town in the late '80s. It was everybody's time in the '80s from '80 80 to '89. I think. Now from well, only one team repeated, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I know, but in, in, in the late 80s into the beginning of the early 90s, it was definitely a Mets town over Yankees town. Well, yeah. And I, it was almost a Mets town. For, well, it was a Mets town for like two months at the end, near the end of 2015. No, I think it was a Mets town in the 60s. Just from when Shea Stadium was built, I think that was the time to be a Mets fan. Because uh, remind me if I'm wrong, I don't think the Yankees won from 62 to 77. No, they didn't. So, I don't know how much of a Yankee. You, and, and, and the and, only and, and, time. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. This is the end of 
Mickey Mantle's career. It's probably it's or Joe Mad Joe DiMaggio's already gone. There's really only like a three or four year window where both teams were actually good for a while. And that was the late nineties and early ten, then culminating in the Subway series in two thousand. That's like the only time both teams were amazing at the same time. Two thousand six. Uh they both were... two thousand six, yeah, but two thousand six. Well, well, we they were shit the bed in the playoffs. Well, the, technically the, the Yankees. I think People were assuming it would be a Subway Series again that in 06, in 06, and then the Yankees are the one. Well, both teams failed. Well, we there's got, more heartbreaking. We got for taken the out Mets. Uh, in the championship game. You guys got taken out in the first round or whatever. Yeah, it was the first but, round. It was the, the but still, I, I, yeah. Well, I, that was I think the last competitive year for both teams. That was probably the most disappointing year for baseball in New York history. Because when you consider the expectations that both teams had and how it ended for both teams. I that might have been the biggest disappointment ever and we in, were, like, New York sports, 06 baseball teams. And I was at Game 7 of that National League I feel bad championship for you to game. this day. Um, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Well, so the thing is, is... <laughs> he should have fucking swung at it! I, Literally, he needed a single. Three curveballs in a row. He needed a single. A rookie pitcher who's now... On his way to being a Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah, it's if you could imagine. It's Wainwright, right? If you could imagine Adam Wainwright. Wainwright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you could imagine now, it's 2019, and you just look up Adam Wainwright, and you're like, oh, what a phenomenal pitcher. Um, and that's he, how it started. He though. had just come up in 2006, maybe only pitched a handful of games, uh, comes in with two outs in Is the ninth he still inning. With the cards? I believe so. Damn, I, they're going to retire his number, too. I can't be they too better. sure. Um, he plays for the Cardinals. Okay, good. Damn, he's 38. Damn. Yeah, hey, they got they yo better retire his number, St. Louis. Yo, do it he's thirty eight. So so he was a twenty five year old young stud striking out Carlos Beltran to make you know to take his team to the and World Carlitos League. was the man. That's like you right now pitching three pitches Shut to strike up. out. What one am I of the, doing with my one life? of the greatest players in the National League that year? Imagine twenty five. What twenty five? Well, uh, Jack Hughes scored two goals the other. day. Day against the Boston Bruins in preseason. He's 18, so I really don't know what I'm doing with my life. Dude, every time I so I can no longer bear to watch college football. I mean, I love the sport and I love the fanfare of it, but I, if I watch a game for it's too long, you look they at start. Them. Well, no, it, it, it's not even what the players look like because they all look like old guys. They all look like they're men. all jacked. <laughs> they're all they're jacked all fucking... and they all look like men. But when you like focus on a player, right? And then it, it brings up the little tile card and it says his name. It usually says what year he's in. Sophomore. He's Sophomore. majoring in Freshman. physics. And it's like <laughs> birth date. 2002. Like <laughs> birth to, oh, 2001 or whatever. 2000. Like what? No, they're like, who who did you idolize growing up? And they're, you know, in my day, it's Don't like Michael fuck. Jordan yeah. or whatever. And they're like, I look up to Chris Paul. And I'm like, who? Yeah, the basketball players now, they're like, like Stephen Curry. I'm like, oh, shit. I look up. I mean, I feel like we're, so we're still of the Tom Brady era. Miles Powell likes Steph Curry. Because he still sure. plays. Uh, Tom Brady made his start when I was a sophomore, um, maybe freshman, sophomore. Um, Tom Brady might as well just been playing so my I, whole life at this point. Yeah, so I still feel. I, only I still feel six. like I'm in the Tom Brady era, but guess what? Soon it's not going to be Tom Brady. It's going to be somebody else. Yeah, and Tom it's going to be Baker Mayfield, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to be Sam Darnold. Oh, he's he, sick. He's sick. He had mono. That's fucked up. I don't know what year. I don't know. Like what? Oh, the same old Jets. Same, same old Jets. Same old Jets. Because I mean. 
they did play a horrible game this past week. Yeah. Um, well, how about the Giants too? Benching Eli and Dan Dan Jones. Oh, the Giants are. It's very good to not be a local football fan right now. I gotta say, the Packers two and zero. It's only week two. Yeah, but the Giants only look week like two. Well, no, no. Shit. I, what I, I don't mean to to negate your statement. What I mean is like it's only week two. And, oh, and the Giants and, already and look, look like shit, and the Jets already look like <laughs> and, shit, and and you're hearing Joe Beningo in the morning saying, "Oh, the pain." Joe Joe Beningo is. Oh God, he just suffered. Imagine he's a Mets and Jets fan, guys, and a Rangers fan, and a Rangers. Well, listen, l- 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 I don't. They, they've. I'm 25 years old, and they won before I was born. So let's go with that. Yeah, true. It's it should be a, a a good season to watch. I'm a big fan of the fresh start to seasons. So you know, uh, it's two weeks until Devils hockey. Let's go. I'm get. I'm starting to get hype. I'm really starting to get excited. This preseason game tomorrow. I'm gonna go with my dad. No, nice. play the Rangers. Oh, they do. Is it uh do they do that every year like Jets Giants? They play uh... Yeah, it's every year. October fourth. Devils versus the Winnipeg Jets. At... So wow, look. So in that week, uh you have uh Devil Stern. Devil Start. Devil Stern. Playoff start. A- Liverpool e- plays a Champions League game two days before. It'll be about the second or third week that uh NXT is on the USA network. Um Ugh. AEW wrestling. We'll start that week on TNT. I think I'm just going to convert from fucking WWE to AEW. Don't you dare. Entirely. You listening to me, Vince? Stop it. You listening to me, Hunter? Vince. His- Hunter, you hear me? No, nah, I'm kidding. I'll still watch WWE. Uh, WWE is getting to be a better product. AEW's forcing their hand. Well, they're forcing this NXT's competition. hand. It's forcing NXT's hand. I know it is, but uh, NXT is now. They made NXT of, of, of a television show and not just something you stream. Because of AEW. You're Let's not, not pretend You're not wrong. that literally the only reason they're doing this is to compete with AEW being on not, cable. So this is great because guess what? Uh, NXT has been one of my favorite wrestling shows uh, for the past four years right now. Yeah. We, we went to our first NXT since, show August of 2015. We've been watching NXT since I would like come over and hang out after class when I was still in school. Yeah. I, I was and still at I was still, old, on, still on still, still on the first old apartment, Still on the first street apartment. Um. <laughs> but but no, so NXT has not only had some of the best like um, actual wrestling uh, and some of the best uh, homegrown talent, if you will, um, but NXT also signs some of the most popular names on independent wrestling scene. And yeah, they poach them. They poach them, all right. And yeah, I mean, I guess to each their own. It's it's part of the competition. It's part of the business world. I hope Jay Lethal never goes to a WWE. Uh, Vince McMahon buys his competition. You figure it's 2001, 2002. There is one wrestling company on the scene in the United States. So there's a couple smaller companies that want to start and grow. Ring of Honor is one of them. Uh, TNA. Is Total another. nonstop action. Total nonstop action wrestling is Sucks. is one of the other ones. Cringe inducing, but the wrestling's okay. Um, because yeah, every time you hear the words TNA or the letters TNA, you think of total nonstop action. That's what I think of. Total nonstop action. Total nonstop awfulness. There you go. Hey, oh, but, oh, but so Kurt Angle and EC3 would like a word. Oh my god. So what they would do is uh like the company that closed prior, um. TNA would get a lot of the former WWE names, um, and they would get a lot of other 
you know, in these stars and try to build them up. Um, it was a f- somewhat of a competitive company, but just month after month, year after year, they were just always in their own way, whether it would be controversies happening backstage, um, news leaking that they weren't paying their wrestlers. Um, uh, there was also a stretch of time where they didn't make any income from any shows. Uh, essentially, they were just giving out tickets for free. Um, uh, but yeah, a lot has marred that company. They've changed ownership. Uh, just in the how last, does it still exist? How do they dude, still have a TV? Just deal? in the last like four or five years. This, just in the last four or five years, probably about three to four different owners. Um, you know who's a big stake in that company or used to be? Uh, Bill, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. From Smashing Pumpkins. That's random. <laughs> But now, makes no sense but now whatsoever. he has stake. Well, he's a big wrestling fan, but oh, okay. Well, now he's um now he's got stake in NWA Wrestling, which is an old name. We need to bring that back. The National Wrestling Alliance. National Wrestling yeah, we Alliance. Need to bring that back. They have uh. So right now, that's where national, the bell came from. Well, national. rest in peace, that bell. But no, that belt is still around. Cody won it last year when I went to all. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. One. They that's, still use the big the ten yes. pounds of gold. Ten, 10 pounds, pounds of gold. gold. I love that that belt still exists. It's still competed for in 2019. But yeah, so now NWA wrestling is a lot of um, a lot of indie guys. Um, they're doing smaller cities, smaller venues, but they're still they're still up there. But AEW's all new. AEW's starting. Uh, they're not starting from scratch. Shad Khan. Uh, uh, maybe last year they were starting from scratch, but uh, they've had a couple shows already. Um, starting in October, they're starting their live. A weekly television show on TNT. Um, it, it's going to be an exciting time in wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I know some people think wrestling died when. What are you talking? Like ninety nine? No, it never died. Two thousand. Just stopped caring. You smell when the Rock is cooking. Like, yeah. I still smell what the Rock is cooking. I can't Crispy. wait. I I can't wait till we get to the day, because you know, like a lot of. Uh, social media accounts from companies or teams or whatever, you know, they'll post wrestling memes uh, or, you know, some people will just answer questions. Who's your favorite wrestler? And I'll so many times you get a reference to about 20 years ago in wrestling. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Or do you smell what the rock is cooking? And or that's the bottom line. And that's fine. But if those are your only references in wrestling, you need to get on the ball and start watching some current yeah, day wrestling. But I think everybody sticks with the wrestlers when they were a kid. Like I'm still all about like John Cena, Doctor Thugonomics, John Cena though. Well, yeah, that was. Uh, but no, but check this out. I was a kid once. Undertaker. Oh my God, with the purple gloves. That was my favorite of all time. Oh uh, yeah, Brett the Hitman Hart, the excellence of execution, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Yeah, I know. I have favorites of my childhood, but guess what? Those guys are old and they don't wrestle anymore. And Shawn Michaels. I like Ricochet and I like AJ Styles. Ricochet is awesome. And I like Adam Cole, baby. Like, baby. It's all about the new generation. And when I see companies and social media accounts and other people reference uh, newer wrestlers. I get so excited. Devil's fans are pretty good at that because one of my favorite memes we've been doing recently is Taylor Hall, baby. Yeah, we do you that. Guys do it? Yeah, we awesome. do that. Taylor Hall, that baby. Comes from Adam Cole, baby. And you it guys, I don't know if you guys Ooh. do it, but there's a there's an NHL team that play the glorious theme, um, Bobby Roode's glorious theme. I don't know if it's when they score a goal or if it's when they come out on the ice, 
But uh, but yeah, where I've definitely heard glorious at sporting events. It, it, that's so cool because it is a newer wrestling reference. Yeah, and, it's and I'm a fan of that. It's modern. I I want more people to have newer references. Glorious. There's nothing wrong with Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, but they don't wrestle anymore. What what the Devils do with Ric Flair though? So wait is is an ex- it, that's on point because they have the bit where him and Jay Lethal. Wooing at each other. Oh, yeah. Because Jay Lethal's from New Jersey. And that's oh, why he's the best in the world. Elizabeth New um, That's why he's the best in the world. Oh, yeah. And he, the, if you apply it correctly. And that's applied correctly. That, then there's so. exceptions. So it's, but, imagine this. Imagine this, Matthew. Imagine every time you went up to somebody and was just like, yo, who's your favorite baseball player? And they're like, man, nobody's better than Mickey Mantle. Nobody's better than Babe Ruth. I don't think that would happen. Though. Nobody is better than Joe DiMaggio. Well, for me, but that's kind of what it's like well, when you mine. ask somebody, "Who's your favorite wrestler?" Oh man, gee, ha! Huh, Hulk Hogan's the best. The Rock is the best. No, they're not. This could be a good. I I think I have favorite players from Yo, different stages of my life. So what you're kind of referring to is that people stop watching wrestling as a kid because they can only remember their references from when they were a kid i think people stop watching wrestling as a kid because they hit like 14 15 and kids that age are assholes and they're like i'm too old for that it's lame and then we've had this discussion before we have i've come back to wrestling because i got to a certain age like 21 22 23 i started watching it again and i'm like i've i still like this i don't know why i stopped because yeah, like my friends so cool. thought it wasn't cool, and I'm like, fuck them! I don't even hang out with those kids anymore. Exactly. And I stopped watching wrestling because of them. Fuck that! I'm watching wrestling again. Yo, for real. I'm back to watching. Wrestling. Me too. And and I'm little by little. I know we talked about our reservations with our wrestling fandom before. I don't care. Um, uh, but no, yeah, little by little, I I wear wrestling. Look right now. I, I wear best wrestling. friends. Oh, and I wore the shirt the last episode. Yeah, you did. You actually wear it. Is that the only shirt you wear? We Shut up. <laughs> no, but like I wear wrestling shirts all the time. I'm making more and more wrestling references to people, especially on my social media. And I'm no longer embarrassed. I, people, sure. I'm sure that people still think I'm lame. And it's fine. You can think that. If you want to Use think I'm lame, lame for liking a thing, why, do we, why does anybody think anybody is lame for liking what they like? How about that? How about that? <laughs> I like um, wrestling and salt and vinegar chips. Ugh, salt and vinegar. See, see? Gross. crispy. What about liking things you like and that being okay? All right, you got me. <laughs> you got me with your weird Venn diagram of liking things. What's your favorite Doritos flavor? Cool Ranch, by far. Ugh. By far. I guess so. This, this got to be spicy sweet chili. Oh, the purple bag. The purple uh, bag. The spicy is my chili is definitely. A top. You know what's amazing favorite. about that is that it's still like a new flavor, considering how long it's been out compared to the other one. It's very rare that a new flavor is like as good as the old ones. It's very rare. It's been out so long that it almost seen. It, we know it's a like new 2010 flavor. It came out new-ish, like twenty ten. We 11, definitely. 12. We know it's a new flavor, but it definitely feels like it's always been there. It kind of. It's getting there. I think flavor. it's top three. I think it's up. I think it's top three. I think it's ju- it, it's well, is- it's nacho cheese, cool ranch, and then the spicy sweet chili are like wait wait my wait three. What other There's other what wait a they do weird one off ones. No, like- no 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 no. I don't care about these one off like flavors because the they like two years ago, two or three years ago, there was a craze, ladies and gentlemen, and you were probably there for it. There was this craze in the potato chip world. Discontinued Doritos flavors too beautiful for this world. No, Thrillist.com, Every flavor of Doritos ranked. 
Ew. So they're only ranking fucking... three then. Or you want to go up from 19? This is what they said. So Thrillist. Let's Andy Andy Kreisa from Thrillist. This article was Andy... updated on what was it updated? January 11, 2019. I have to okay. give him credit so, so like, is... we don't get fucking sued. All it right. is from this year, January of 2019. All so right. It's so, like that bad. so Andy, you're making this list. Thrillist.com, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So 19, Simply Organic White Chatter. Like smart food, but Doritos. Uh, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Taco Doritos. This is from around the world. See, so they use that logo international. Oh, but weird. they're using around the world flavors. Toasted corn Doritos. So literally just corn chips. Whoa. They're just thicker cousins of Tostitos. So wait. So I was just going to say, they just don't have the dusting of the cheese on it, probably. Yeah. Oh, so it's a, it's a dipsy doodle without the ridges, probably. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Supreme Cheddar. I found these at Costco. Those are Costco. Supreme Cheddar, Cheddar sounds That's good. That's 16. That sounds good. I'm a Blaze. Dropped a limited edition called Doritos. It was a normal bag of nacho cheese Doritos, but every now and again, you get a chip that was alarmingly spicy. Oh. That's a cool idea. Oh, that That's sounds... Doritos roulette. The regular, but then you get... So, so ah. Blaze Blaze is just the really, really hot ones that sounds... from roulette. I don't know if I want to... That sounds... Frightening. Blaze and Ultimate Cheddar Collisions, a simply organic. White we might cheddar. have to eat a bag of those. Spicy on the, on the white cheddar. So, wow, he put Cool Ranch all the way down at number twelve. You know what, Andy? We're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have to fight <laughs> if we ever meet, Sir Andy. We're gonna have to have a. All right, well, let's read his justification. All right, let's see. Andy here. cries again. Again, all credit to him. No copyright intended. There's a simple answer to the low ranking. I don't like ranch. You know what, Andy? Andy. 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 Andy, wait a minute. Stop He's got it. a point. No. Because here's my thing. First of all, and this is a tangent. If you put ranch on buffalo wings, I don't want to associate with you as a human being ever. You're disgusting and your food and finger appetizers <laughs> is disgusting. Ranch dressing on buffalo sauce slathered wings is the most disgusting thing you can do. It, Matthew. When, when somebody asks me, when my waitress at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> asks me, ranch or blue cheese? I It's like, the, are you fucking serious, lady? Is my reaction. But not so wait, Andy um, is wrong. Andy is wrong for his opinion. All right, hold I'm on. I'm gonna say that in this world, you're neither a cool rancher or not your cheese person. I'm on the side of right. Wow, he's an asshole about it too. Yeah, I don't like. You're you. probably the kind of person who thinks nothing of dumping Cool Ranch chips in the same bowl of nacho cheese. Okay, that actually that would never me. happen. When people, that would, it would never, never happen, happen because not you never house. buy the nacho cheese. I would ones never anyway. buy. The, well, no, they they might be there. If somebody you like made the nacho mistake. cheese ones? I'm not gonna like, not eat, eat them. them. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna not eat them. But I don't want them together with the Cool Ranch. Yeah, that's, that's gross. for sure. Um, All right, let's finish this Doritos. Yeah, what's the what's the next? Because I'm I'm very mad that. I need to know what number one is. Like, seriously. Dynamite of Fiery Habanero is 11. We don't even have that one. Number 10, Flamas. Dios mio. He actually wrote that. I hate this guy. Ugh. These suckers really are pretty spicy, but they taste way better than Blaze because there's a hint of lime. No, hint of lime doesn't make it better. And then he tries speaking more Spanish. Uh, number nine, Poppin' Jalapeno. I, I can fuck with that. Uh, all right, fine. Number eight, Jacked Ranch Dipped Hot Wings. That sounds good. No, because it's ranch and hot wings together. <laughs> number seven, spicy sweet chili. That's so. That's number seven. Should be number two. He's full of shit. This guy is absolutely. He's gonna wrong. put the original as number one because he's an asshole. Is that what he's gonna? Oh, I, I'm not there yet. We're, we're gonna be surprised. Yet. Number six, dinamita chili limon. He likes all the shit that you could only get in South America. Yeah, and he's trying to speak Spanish. Number five, tapatio. They make those. All right. Weirdo. Flaming hot nacho cheese. You okay. know, the more and more I hear this list, 
the more and more I'm starting to like the original flavor. Yeah, number <laughs> three, or should I say numero tres? Oh no, asshole! Salsa verde. Stop it! This guy Ugh. sucks. <laughs> number two, spicy nacho. Oh my god! What did I say? What did I say? This guy's an asshole. Number two, spicy nacho. Number one. Fucking original. Yeah, Nacho original. Cheese. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, what's your name again? Andy. Thrillist. Hey, Andy from Thrillist. Your article sucks. Your ranking sucks. And Thrillist sucks for publishing. You also have bad taste. God, God. damn. God, Andy, you suck. And on that, that note. On that note. I'm going to go get some real ass Doritos We're going right to go get now. some real Doritos. Matt, you think that wraps us up today? That's, I'm good because I'm hot. I'm so good. Where can the people find this podcast? They can find it at Matthew Podcast on Twitter and at Matthew Fire Pod on Instagram. And at Matthew. Is it Matthew Podcast on Facebook? You can go on Facebook. Uh, at Matthew on Fire Pod on Facebook too, right? It's probably on it. Or you could just literally search. Matthew yeah, just search on Matthew on Fire on spelled correctly and, and you'll find us pretty quickly. It's dope. You can find me at Crispy Does It All on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and PlayStation Network. I've been doing a lot of GTA online. Oh, Matt, you, you really want- need to get on. Uh, I found oh, a shit, glitch. Man, I got Borderlands 3. I found a glitch in the system. I open up in an empty public lobby every single time. You know how much. Oh, God, we could do so many gun running missions. Um, also, I've been working on a little side project that's still in the works. It's going to be cool. I've been working on a little side project here. Uh, it's called Crispy Reads. It's going to be another podcast. Um, the cool thing about this podcast is I will be reading famous American literature. Like and that real shit, that classic shit, that, that proper before American literature became internet memes. Yeah. And guess what? If you think that's boring... I kind of think it's boring too, Aww. but guess what? I've never. Um, so the reason, the reasoning behind this, and I know we're we're trying to leave here, but uh, the reasoning behind this is because I never uh, thought I was a very good reader. Um, I feel like the peak of my reading uh, was like eighth grade level, uh, goosebumps and. <laughs> oh and no! Did you ever even read like Catcher in the Rye? Oh no! Yeah, I, I yeah, mean, okay. I, I Just... read the famous books that you have to read for yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Chocolate War and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my um, I just always read very slow. Um, I never picked up books in my twenties, and I think this is going to be a dedication to anyone who has ever stopped reading in their day. Uh, obviously, there's so many people in the world that don't know how to read. Uh, I have the fortune, uh, and the blessing of to being do, literate, of being literate and knowing how to read. Uh, but I don't use that power. So what I'm going to try to do is I will be reading um, different different things. Um, this month, uh, actually the season, I'm going to go by seasons. Um, probably going to change it up when the winter starts. But this fall season, I'll be doing Edgar Allan Poe, getting ready nice. for the October scary season. And uh, he wrote a lot more than just horror stories. So there's going to be some cool stuff in there. Uh, first episode should be coming out in the next couple of days. I'm still editing. Uh, first episode is going to be the philosophy of furniture. It's an essay he wrote on his ideas of interior decoration, and it's, I love that shit. Oh, es- oh this is going to be good. It's going to be cool. Uh, hopefully, you guys like the way I read. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait for what comes up in the future. And um, you never know. I've got a long list of tales that I'm waiting to record, and oh, it's 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 a lot of fun and a lot of work. But yeah, hopefully, you guys listen to that continue listening here um and just have fun and just have fun with it guys have fun with your life have fun with life don't ever take anything for granted yeah. um 
because we don't know where we're going to be. Uh, yeah, check it out. Crispy Reads on Instagram. Crispy Reads on Facebook. CrispyReads.Transistor.FM. Check it out. Thank you, everyone. And stay true. <laughs> Until next time. Later.